So we're going to have to um, call up Clown Antics and have a debate. <laughs> we'll have to have a stern word with them. We'll have to stern, and maybe they'll just school us really bad, and uh, we'll be like, thank you for that free lesson. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone beyond the binary, welcome to episode number 30 of the Cheeky Podcast. Oh my lord. And just doesn't this sound so much better for your ears? (laughs) (laughs) I realized the last three episodes I've been recording with the computer audio not the microphone that i had plugged into it so uh <laughs> that's um egg on my face for that one well we've learned from our mistakes and now audio is better than ever now the audio is better than ever which it, yes i'm very we are we have returned back to the- <laughs> <laughs> we're all happy about it oh, everyone's everyone's happy <laughs> For this episode, we are continuing our Types of Clowns series, and we are going into the our second episode of the Types of Clowns, and we are doing the August Clown. We are indeed. For those of you who don't know, I'm Tom, and with me is Ian. Say hey, Ian. Hello. Um, we are two graduates from a circus school in Melbourne, Australia called NICA, and we both specialize in clown, among other things. This podcast is a simple way for us to laugh, learn, and share our love of clowning with you all. Very nice. Uh, I have one opening dot point to say before we get into this one. I, the uh, Clownopedia does, in fact, have a page for the august clown when it did not have a page <laughs> for whiteface clown uh, if you would like to hear about whiteface clown you can check out our previous episode yeah um one extra thing that i'd like to add is that we're gonna um kind of bunch contra august with august in this episode because they have uh, contra august is basically a mellowed out version of august and is slightly higher in hierarchy. Hmm. Nice. I have one more opening note uh, that so many of the websites literally had the same copy-paste paragraphs yeah. about, about the characteristics or the costume. I think it was maybe mm. two or three websites had the same paragraphs word for word. It's mm. like, come on, guys. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Just write it a little bit differently and claim it as yeah. your own. <laughs> Before you claim it as your own. <laughs> You can copy it, just make sure it's a little different. Alrighty, strap yourselves in, folks, and prepare to learn a little bit about the August Clown. So, the origins of August is what I found was it kind of comes from the same origin to Whiteface. Basically, from Joe Grimaldi, branches off most types of like modern clowning that we see. And so his version of the clown is closest in my head, at least obviously I haven't seen him perform in my head to the August clown. Cause Joseph Grimaldi had very brightly colored costume and he, he put the white makeup on, but he also had like colored triangles on him and that sort of thing. For the audience that's listening, who hasn't yet tuned into our white face clown, uh, episode the origins of whiteface come from commedia dell'arte 
Mm. And Jim, Joseph Grimaldi was a performer that came from a theater type which was very similar to Commedia dell'arte called Harlequinades. Mm. Nice. So the August Clown is kind of the almost stereotype character that you think mm. of when you hear the, t- the word clown. If mm. you hear clown and you think of um, big, bright clothing, uh, often like baggy pants or clothes that don't quite fit right, uh, like very like slapstick orientated kind of stupid idiot, that's the pretty mm. much the august clown that you're thinking of. Hmm. Uh, one interesting thing I found for the August Clown that it is either um, it can be described as either the Joker or the Fool, uh, which I understood to be either the one making the pranks or the one that is the butt of the joke. So uh, that's one thing I didn't know about yes. the, um, the character. That's very interesting. Yeah, he's often it's often the lowest hierarchy of kind of in quotes anyone in the room that. It, because they're like the butt of a lot of the jokes, but they're also like get hit a lot by the um, other clowns that are high, like in higher hierarchy to him or to them. And so you, you often find this. And then as a rebellion to the, to getting hit, August will, you know, pl- pull a prank or the other way around. August will pull a prank and then will get hit that because they pulled a prank. Mm. The August Clown is, I'm not sure about uh, like these days, but uh, back when it was often extremely common to have a pairing between an August Clown and a white-faced clown uh, in, a, in a performance. This was because between the two of them, it provided a contrast between the characters and um, a formula between how they would interact. The classic uh, European style white face being the higher status and kind of the bossy boots of the duo and the august clown being either the one being demanded around or uh, getting being the um, the butt of the joke as Tom said mm. a very famous uh, clown duo that kind of revolutionized the actual duo itself and put Whiteface and August together before it was called August um, is this duo called uh, Chocolat and Futit. It's a French, two French performers and they became very, very famous in like the 1860s. There was recently a movie made about those two uh, that was released in 2016 called Monsieur Chocolat, which was a French film. And uh, one of the stars uh, in that movie is Charlie Chaplin's grandson, whose name is? Uh, James Terrier. Nice. All right. I'd forgotten. (laughs) (laughs) I I found a couple of like origins to uh, the August after like like the actual origin of the name and which kind of ties into the origin of the red nose. Um, Mm. So there's apparent, there was apparently a clown called uh, Tom Ballard, I believe who is performing in Berlin or Germany. And 
he like was running away from something and like there's several variations to the story but basically he was running away from something and then he tripped over the barricade around the circus ring and fell on his face and then he got a bloody nose and the crowd crowd was chanting august to him which means fool in german slash oh no it would be german of course i'm an idiot um (laughs) Uh, so that is apparently like a, a folklore origin. And then the other one is, uh, the, the more probable is, uh, the Fratellini brothers. There were three of them. Um, and the, the one who played the August character, August character, um, this is Albert Fratellini. And he is kind of the one who's credited with first wearing a red nose. And he kind of, bore origin to the um like the traditional american circus clowns which like the ones with like the super exaggerated faces yeah there's um there's some really interesting like uh companionative stories with that because i i too found a story about um tom belling and did find stuff yeah belling and did find uh, some stuff about albert fratellini as well the um the story that <clears throat> I found online from a story uh, from a website, sorry, called iClown, that was uh, Tom Belling often dressed up in funny clothing, uh, impersonating the boss, and uh, uh. one day he got busted in costume by the manager, by the boss, and he was like, "As punishment, you're gonna go out on stage." So, like, super embarrassed, he had to, like, go out and he tripped on, the same as your story, tripped on the ring or was tripping over his costume. And the, and the crowd was calling out August, which, yeah, is German for idiot. So after he was in the ring, it got such an audience response that the boss came back to him and said that, hey, I'll pay you to do that every night. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Because the audience loved it so much. That's so good. There you go. I think that's also the same story I remember Ludwig telling me uh, oh. ages ago. <laughs> but the little bit that I found from um, about Albert Fratellini is that he was a, I think he was a Russian clown. I don't know if that was the mm-hmm. same to what you found. But yeah, I also read that he was credited for being the first to use a, a red nose. And he created the character as an in-between between his brother who was a classic european style white face and his other brother who was a tramp clown so he created it to be like a contrast between those two mm. a sort of like a middleman another um this was from the website clown antics another gentleman that was credited for becoming an influential august clown was um another man called lou jacobs uh short for ludwig jacobs oh really yeah. And he um, performed in 60 years in like the Ringling Brothers Circus and the Barnum and Bailey Circus. Mm. So he became a very famous um, American performer. I believe that um, Lou Jacobs was uh, highly inspired by Albert Fratellini. Ah, there you go. So. I, d- I did see that um, Albert Fratellini was born, yeah, pretty much like one lifetime before 
uh, yeah. Lou, Lou Jacobs was. So yeah, probably mm. just passed it on to the next. That's so cool, huh? Mm. It's awesome. Combining some research from different websites, there was some definitely some overarching sort of themes for how this the August clown behaves. Um, more often than not, they all definitely describe the character as a like a stupid character, really like clumsy. Mm. Um, another one was like a, another definition was like an overgrown child, and some descriptions of things like blissfully unaware. Innocent and like a half-wit. Naive. Naive, yeah. And um, commonly does exaggerated movement. A good a good example of... Uh, another good example of an August clown is Grok. Grok, although he doesn't have as much of the traditional uh, face paint or, or, you know, the traditional circus face paint or... Uh, but sorry, but he does have like the strange clothing and he acts very childish and his straight man could be considered a version of a European whiteface. Mm. Yeah, Grok's an interesting one, hey? He's like a mm. bit of an in-between bet- between the august and European whiteface. Because mm. he's not necessarily high status, but he has the talent of a, of a True. European whiteface. I mean, I would personally say that i don't think that the um august i don't think august necessarily has to not be talented true interesting do you have any more to add to the um characteristics you know it's 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 this naivety it's like what you see clowns being like if you think of a clown as a general public or you know whatever you're probably thinking of the august character and it's it's just become so iconic because i i think like more easily than whiteface it can he can be by himself on a stage um and so then you just see more people adopting it because it's you know it can be easier to or easier to perform by yourself than with other people yeah one source also said that it's probably the best type for beginner clowns to practice which yeah, I thought, which I thought was an interesting, um, interesting dot point. Yeah, I think it kind of depends on the person. Like, True. for example, with Jeff, he like perfectly goes into that role of, you know, whiteface. Whereas um, I think a lot of people would go straight into August because it's much easier to be silly than it is to be um, like straight faced and serious and still be funny. Yeah, true, true. I like that. With the appearance of an august clown, one thing that I learned researching was the, that a difference between the august and the white face, the classic European white face, is that the august will have like flesh color or just like skin as the base tone and will only have white around like the eyes and the mouth. While mm. the... Uh, classic European white face, the entire face will be, the entire face and neck sometimes will be completely white. I think that um, that could be attributed also to the difference between um, European, European and American August, because the American August definitely, like, it's just the exaggerated features and then flesh tone underneath. 
but I, I mean, I didn't do too much research into European August, but in my oh, mind, it's it's more more so that it's uh, like an exaggerated white face. Right. So we'll still have the, com- the completely white base. Yeah. With a bit more highlighted around the eyes. Yeah. yeah not, I don't something. know. I, di- I didn't really look into the. Um, sure. I didn't look into the European white face. I I'm suppose not sure if it's the, really a category. Sorry, the European yeah. dust. I'm not sure if it's really a category. That's yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> I might just be making this up. I did see it somewhere. I can't remember what website it was. One interesting, more discussion sort of topic was a clown antics website described the Three Stooges as an excellent portrayal of the three clown types. Mo being the classic European white face. Larry as the August and Curly as the Tramp Clown. But I wasn't sure how I felt about that because to me, Curly was more August, which made me begin researching Tramp and I couldn't find a lot on, on it. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about it. Well, the interesting thing is for me, Tramp is very specifically like being quite uh, like having things happen to them that are accidental but not good or being sad and that that doesn't quite compute for me with like any of those guys like which is why i would say that it's more august and contra august rather than hobo and august yeah i suppose hobo and tramp will be the next episode i don't know enough about them but yeah in the pre-research statement, I want to say that isn't like Charlie Chaplin accredited to being a more mm. tramp clown. Well, he but was I, called the little tramp. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. But I suppose Chaplin falls into a character of his own because he's more of a quote, yeah. like in um, quotations, a character clown. Like he's a character. Mm. So interesting yeah very interesting i think yeah but i yeah i didn't know i didn't really feel like curly was a was the tramp character because i felt curly was the more exaggerated and butt of the joke of all of them which to me was more um august yeah than, that's what than, i thought than tramp Mm. So we're going to have to um, call up clown antics and have a debate. <laughs> we'll have to have a stern word with them. <laughs> we'll have to stern and maybe they'll just school us really bad. And uh, we'll be like, thank you for that free lesson. Okay. <laughs> um, we will retract all of our statements. <laughs> thank you for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Remember to rate us on iTunes and also leave us a review if you understand what we're talking about now when we talk about august and uh whiteface follow us on facebook we are cheeky productions on there we post things from week to week and we feel free to contact us if you have any suggestions we would very much like that we hope you've enjoyed this episode on the august clown i know i certainly did enjoy researching it and i feel like i know a little bit more now absolutely so, joke of the day. I have a joke this time. I pre-prepared. Wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> and this joke says, 
Thank, thank you for teaching me the meaning of plethora. It means a lot. <laughs> uh, nice. Here's one more that I won't include. What do you call a cow with a twitch? I don't know. Beef jerky. all right there's two there's two bang for your buck (laughs) yeah two for the price of one everyone Two two for the price of one all right all right thank you for listening to this episode we will see you next time (laughs) bye bye